What's going on, guys? Welcome to Season Rooks, Episode 3. Hey, how you doing? Classic. Classic. Good doing, morning. Right? Good morning. What up? Morning, gents. See how I said that in plural? Mm-hmm. Plural form? Yes. Welcome back, Reese, our stats slash facts guy. Um, we'll get to you in a second there, big guy. And we have another addition yeah. to the Season Rooks family. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited to bring uh, this guy along. Yes, His name sir. is Dre Osorio. Dre. Show your face awkwardly. boy. <laughs> Dre's going to be helping us out with, um, if anybody, uh, for those of you who know Dre, he, he does music videos, um, editing, uh, likes putting out content, and he's going to help us out with the back-end portion of that as far as um, right now, or so up to now, I've been doing all of it, and uh, I don't have too many skills in that department, so i um, happy to have him along. Hopefully yeah, we yeah, can yeah. put out some content that is a little bit better. Um, you know, we saw it. We had a video last week. It was just my iPhone. This week, he's got all of his equipment up here. We even got a light. It's pretty bright, but um, we even got a light. We have all his his Doing camera on the stand. Doing big things. And so hopefully... Um, Another thing real quick on Dre, since this is, you know, in-house, it's a family affair. We grew up with Dre. Dre yes. played baseball yes. at Fossil Park. Yeah. Um, you know, doing the thing on the baseball diamond. Reese as well. Reese as we, well. We all played at Fossil so, Park down the street. Yeah, we all grew up together. Reese was known for his knuckle. Yeah, nasty little knuckle. And Dre was a little middle infielder. Yes, he was. He transferred to the outfield eventually at one point in time in his career, but he was he no was in the outfield for a little while. But um, but yeah, Me so Dre and Joss. most yeah. of the guys we'll be dealing with, we've been, you know, been our guys. They're yeah. they're in, if not the immediate circle. A circle. Right, so, right. again, you know, this is a family affair. We'll have, you know, our buddies and stuff as we go. As we go, we grow. We as we grow. grow, we go. Vice versa, you know, a little bada-bing, bada-boom. Um, and, yeah, all of our uh, people that will be on the show um, or that will be involved with us, uh, like last week, uh, Jake's fiance, you know, is helping us out with mm -hmm. some pictures and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. we do want to keep well, it when you're, when you're When you're starting things up, you know, it, it, Budget's limited, so right. you have to figure out what you want to do or how to do it with with that limited budget. So, um, you know, we that's that's what we're doing. We're using our resources until we can, yes, sir, uh, possibly gain a big enough following to to go from there. So, yeah, buddy, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, buddy. Welcome, so, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, how, how how do you feel about last week? I want to kind of just recap if, as far as. Okay, uh, yeah, quick. well, what I said earlier about calling out Reesifer, just a quick little snippet, and don't, you know, get feelings hurt, but I have to do this, okay? I did mess up on something, talking about, uh, we talked about Batman last week. Yeah, we did. And I mentioned that Eminem was married to Kim Basinger. Uh. She played his mother in 8 Mile, which I knew. I think everybody who watches this or that movie knew that. But I thought that they were together uh, prior to that movie. Uh, gotcha. um, I was wrong. It was another Kim. It happens but, a lot. Uh, yeah. You being wrong. Oh. <laughs> False. False. Um, but we'll yeah, discuss just, another, another, another. Well, I'll call out Jake wrong. later, no, but don't we'll, worry. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. that. So I got to, you know, just poke the bear and race a little bit. Yeah, I think I think we got um, some pretty good feedback. Uh, I'm I'm happy we did the video. I like I like the video. I think For it sure. adds another element. Um, uh, I don't know about having you in the video with that mug, but uh, you know it helps just to put a, f a face to the voice, right? Right. And right. so, um, so I, I, you, know, you brushed your teeth this morning. 
I did. You're speaking I did. across from me. So, uh, just just to kind of get a give a, the whole the whole journey. Last week we did the podcast um, on a Wednesday night, right? I think Wednesday it was night. Wednesday night. Uh, we got feedback from the first one talking about how we didn't have energy, so we tried it at night. It was it went way better. I think we had more energy. One hundred percent. We interacted a little bit better, um, but. This week, now we have another element that we have to deal with, and since we added on a fourth, now we have a team of four. Right. Um, unfortunately, we have to juggle each other's schedules. Yeah. And so that is um, proposing a, a challenge, obviously, because yeah. everybody has their different things. I'm in school, but I'm online, but I'm also working full-time. Right. You're in school. Um, Reese is in school and also working as well. And then now Dre is working. Same thing. We all have our schedules that we're, yeah. we're juggling. And so... This week, what we decided to do is wake up at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> Not even before, before the, the before butt crack of dawn. The butt crack of dawn. And so we were in the building this morning at five o'clock, which oh, yeah, um, for me is not that big of a deal because I'm up probably around five five thirty every single day. Just me, about me either. But um, it's, it's you definitely you know I'm not always having to do a podcast though, so right. I, I you know I'm have to um, bring some energy. Yeah. Stay awake. Well, that's and, what coffee's for, you and, know. And so we're going to try early. this out, 5 in the morning, get this done. Yeah. Um, and uh, Reese drinking his beverage over there. What's in that? Water, in that? dude. Water. Water? Yeah, he's not on camera, though. So, you know, he doesn't have to have that energy type thing. You know, he can just kind of just sit there. We'll be checking that later. No, it's coffee. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll be checking Depending that on what he says, we'll see if it's we'll be checking that later. liquor over there. Okay, so. Jakey-san. Um, all right, let's go into our first let's topic of the it. day. Let's and get into it. That is. We start with the bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with the bad and with the positive. Good, okay. And but, with the positive. So to start off with, you know, it's our, our topic of our first topic today would be um, the social media and and yeah. the bad and bad the bad that social media brings to uh, kids our age. Any, I mean anybody, but yeah, just anybody, but it. But we more can so relate just, to we kids can, our age exactly because so. we've been through it. We understand yeah. what it's like. So. Um, what do you think, uh, as far as social media bad? What, what What do you think? Well, I do think that it causes anxiety and depression um, to a certain extent. I do believe certain people get mixed up in social media mm-hmm. and might be living through social media as opposed to living their life. So exactly. So the bad, I you know, and you and you mentioned the anxiety, depression. I think the the yeah. main reason is that that comes from is uh, seeing. So many people acting like they're doing so well on social media, and yeah. I think that's uh, you know, for like surface level type, thing. and that's widely known. You know, everybody posts their good on social media. Not a lot of people post their bad, and um, thank God they're not. Honestly, though, if we can be real, I don't want to see people. I know people struggle, like you know, we all struggle, right? Yeah. And I would rather see someone happy, so I'm glad at least. On yes, that. but if it's if it's fake, then I don't want to see. No, that. of course, you know. So of course. so for me, I understand the, that. the way I look at it is. Post document right the journey. So talk about things. Now, granted, I mean, I've had things going on. I'm not the the most active in social media. So when I have things going on in my life that aren't good, I, I tend to just kind of go silent on social media. And and that you know, is, I hear I you're that's saying, what a lot yeah, of people to do. a certain extent though, Jake. You know, I see people who post stuff on various platforms of social media. You know, document their breakups, document yeah. you know yeah. an illness or something or. You know, it's just not, again, to each his own, I love everybody, 
everybody's their own unique person in their own individual way. Um, so if you want to go ahead and post everything about yourself, I don't agree with. Mm. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm not so, going to judge. So the the argument though that is being proposed is that because people are only posting the, the good. good, yeah. And sometimes, not even the good, sometimes stretching the truth, right? Yeah. Um, doing whatever they need to do to make it look really good. Right. What it's doing is is it's saying, you're behind, right? That's how some people... That's a good, good point That's there. how some people feel yeah. when they see that type of stuff. Me, personally, I'm sorry. I don't, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it, it's not right or wrong. It's just how some people feel. So, so if you see this dude who's... Or, or a girl who's 24, just like us, and they're doing this, this, and this. They live downtown. They, they, you know, doing, you know, constantly going on vacations, right. stuff like that. Looking, looking, looking good, living right. high life. Right. You see, you have no idea what their financial background is and, and, yeah. and how they're doing. All you see is what's on, on social media. So, right. I think a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people struggle with that. And I did for a little bit. You know, if we're going to be real, I, I mean, we talked about this in the previous episodes. We have we've taken two different paths, right, right. and I'm still in school. Jake already graduated. Uh, I have at least a few more years left. Um, yeah, I, I was comparing myself a little bit just right. to see like I'm not on par. It's with, human too. It's human that. nature, of course, exactly. But especially like in my cir- or in my specific circle, right. a lot of my friends are progressing, and I felt like I wasn't. Right. But in the same sense. You know, everybody goes through their own certain uh, situations. Well, how can you not when you're constantly seeing it on social media, right? So this is this is the bad part of social media, and I'm all for social media. So we'll get into why we'll get into why, but this is just the bad part, and, yeah. and that is, you know, you just, you know, everyone has their own timetable, right? Everyone has their own timetable. Amen. So if you see someone doing well, ah, okay, good. Um, hopefully, they are actually doing well and they're still progressing great for them but you are on a different timetable and i'm on a different timetable right let me correct you by the way i am in school still i graduated with my undergrad and i'm taking mba courses online right now so i still i still am in school okay i apologize um but i'll be done next summer so i'm very excited for that to be finished but um so you like that you know sorry with the you knows i'm correcting myself You'll be done with your MBA before I even graduate. But yes. you can't do that. But that that's just an example. Right. That's just an example. Yeah, it, exactly. Perfect example for it. You know, um, I have you ever have you ever read this book? I wanted to mention this because I'm gonna um, say no already. Probably. So I li- well listen, first of all, I don't read books. Alright, let's just talk about I it do want to start reading I, I listen read articles, but I listen books. to audiobooks because it's so much easier to me. I don't like sitting down and reading. I like just It's good for you though. Maybe on the drive. Reading makes you smarter. I used to I used to commute about an hour to, to work, so yeah. I would I would throw on an audio book. Right. Um, but I wanted to bring this up because it's interesting this book and I, I really like this book. Anybody that um that hasn't read it or listened to it should should definitely give it a shot. It's called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Okay, okay it's a very well known. Say the last Most, name one more time. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very well known book. Most people know about it, but in that, so you have your rich dad and your poor dad, right? Yeah. And it talks about this guy who his real dad is the rich dad, and his uh, father figure type, some other guy is his poor, poor dad. dad, which is his friend's dad, okay? 
Initially, that's how it's what it's like. Biological father is the rich dad. Exactly. So the biological father actually, and this kind of ties into our topic last week about how important is college. Right. He's a very educated man. He's a, he has his doctorate. Obviously, if he has his doctorate, he has everything else. So he's a very educated man that works. I want to say for the government. It was a while ago when I when I listened to it. But either way, okay, um, making very good money, right? And initially, everybody was. Everybody looked at his friend's dad, which is the poor dad, and said, why is, you know, he's the poor why dad? Look up to him? And the reason he was poor is because he was building a foundation. Right. So, so um, uh, I remember the kid asked some guy, you know, oh, why would I listen to the poor dad? And, and, and the dude he asked was like, you, you got to look further into why you think he's poor. Yeah, yeah he, maybe he's not making a lot of money right now, but that's because he's sacrificing to right. build that foundation and the business that he was building and then next thing you know years What's this book later called? rich dad poor dad <laughs> let me add this to the uh to the repertoire <laughs> so anyway um what what i'm getting at is uh you know everybody has their own timetable if if you if if you were judging those two dads off of the present time the educated one is rich and the other one is poor Right, but if you took a different, the reason is because they're on different timetables. So he got to his peak early because yeah. he he went through the schooling and got educated and and got a really good job. But this guy, his timetable was a little bit different, and he ended up being way richer than this other guy. So you're saying there's hope is that a word, for me? Yes, yes, and hope for anybody. I mean, anyone. Yeah. It's, you're you're on your own timetable. We're young. We're still 24. We have plenty of years to go get experience, and then possibly branch out and do what we Time need. Time never do. stops, Jake. That that it does. Time never stops. That it doesn't. So um, that's very so, interesting. That's I, a very interesting book. Uh, I, I would love to read that. Listen to it because um, anyone that is from, um, I would say, a, a middle class has has been grown up in a middle in the middle class. I think can really relate because there's a lot of things that. Um, Per se, poor dads, but don't don't take it that way because just because they there's you say poor dad because you're in the middle class you're not really but that's just how I want to say it well there's there's a lot of things that they don't teach you that per se rich dads understand well we'll get into it shortly but it's really your definition of what's poor and what's rich exactly and that goes into that as well so either way enough with the bad. Enough with the bad. Enough with the bad. Let's get into... Let's get into the good. The, the good, good stuff. The good. And why social media is good for just about everything right, right. now. And specifically, for me, business. That's the way the world is going right now. So what, so what do you think? What, what do you like about social media? Well, I think the fact that we can do this podcast with right. really, absolutely... I mean, now that we have a little bit of a team here, right. you know, we have some equipment, we have some resources, we can expand on what we want to do. But we started off with a phone. That's what I'm saying. The fact that we can just start off with something as simple as a cell phone uh, and broadcast ourselves, mm-hmm. that's... You can't do that yeah. any other time no other in the history time. of the world. If there, there, if there aren't any platforms, we wouldn't have been able to right. do any of that. So I think... Just exposure. Uh, I, I do like the fact that everybody is unique, and everybody can kind of showcase that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. their own person. You know, everybody has an own, their own opinion. Uh, I kind of like that mm-hmm. in a sense, and you kind of get a feel for who people are without really knowing them. Right. Um, and I, you know, it gives you a good uh, a good first take on them. So yeah. You kind of can can 
obviously you want to get to know them and, and yeah. actually know them other than social media, but it gives you a good first take. Um, but, but you mentioned as far as, uh, social media allowing us to do things like well, this. we wouldn't be able to do you know do what we're doing without social correct media. and and you know what another thing it's affecting businesses obviously everywhere right. right so you're seeing you're seeing certain brands certain businesses come up out of nowhere because they learned the game race damn it race what the f <laughs> just kidding <laughs> because they learned the game of social media and how to market in it okay? right so a lot of old timers I, I I've had this um, you know several times and. And buddies have told me about this, and I've experienced it, yada, yada. A lot of old-timers, they don't quite understand how social media and a following can turn into, can be monetized, essentially. Yeah. And um, I think that's the biggest uh, misconception of social media with, with the older generation, right? So, yeah. for instance, um, when you look at it initially, when you're trying to build a following for any business, whether that's your brand for you're selling uh, clothes or, or or us trying to build a podcast or whatever right. it is, initially the ROI of social media is negative. ROI is return on investment, right? Okay. For these acronyms, we got to specify. Initially, it's negative, right? Because yeah. we shit. I mean, have we made any money on this? No, absolutely no. not. So, not yet. And and a lot of people building their stuff, even if they have you know thousands of followers or maybe ten thousand followers, they still aren't really making money off of it. But the thing right. is, you keep building, 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 building. Now you have that following, right? Yeah. And then our our guy Gary V says this all the time. Shout out to Gary V. He, he always talks about the currency in this right. age. Well, actually, he talks about it. it's always been the currency. Yeah, is attention, right? So your following is currency. Obviously, it doesn't look like it at first. But the more following you have, the I more money that. you will make. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're smart with it, and so that's that's the whole working on. It. That's the thing about social media, you know, being good is it allows anyone to go out there and work their ass off, build a following, and you're then creating your own brand. And and then you're selling yourself. It'll much. now now you're exposed to so many different people. You never know what relationships you'll gain from it. You'll never know what opportunities come from it. So, yeah. not even just the money aspect. Right, um, you know, so uh, there's so many good things that go into it, and and um, I agree. And I think if you, if you look take at, advantage of that, yeah, if you look at every business or anything that has its own brand, they have a social media account for sure, or someone running their social media account for to sure. stay up to date. And I, I want to say I don't know if this was you who told me this, or I saw this on a movie, but uh, basically, older generations, you know, they're not really up with the times. It's 2018. It's not 1978 anymore. We have this luxury of using social media, promoting a business or promoting a brand. Yeah. Uh, really, like I said before, promoting yourself and selling yourself. You can't do you, that and, any other time. And you know what else social media allows you to do? It allows you to target a certain market when advertising. Yeah. Whereas right now, a lot of the media outlets are more of like a mass mass marketing type thing right yeah. so you obviously you can choose with with okay with advertisements on on a on, on a tv channel you can choose what type of tv channel watches that cha or what type right. of demographic watches that channel but still you you don't have the ability to target right 
as small of a market as you do on social media because of guys like Mark Zuckerberg and, 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 and those guys that have built those platforms have given businesses the ability to do Real based quick, off of the data. Is it me taking. or is it hot as hell? Yeah, you're sweating here. a little bit. You're That's sweating. okay. Dre, do you think, can you, can you um, see if there's a thermostat? See the thermostat? That's okay. So as soon as you go out and go down the hall. I'm melting. Through the second door. Straight ahead, if it's usually set to 71, that'd be that's usually what is pretty decent. Ain't nothing a little sweat can't harm, you know what I mean? Like, listen, it's okay. you're looking uglier than usual. That's not what get me started, okay? Jake, very well spoken. Uh, very, very well put. Very nicely delivered. Obviously, I'm pretty passionate about this. I, um, you know, I, I like to, I, I don't know much about it. I like to use. Um, you know, previously before we before this podcast, I didn't have anything that I could actually practice it with, as far as advertising on Instagram or Facebook or something. Right. I, I don't ha I didn't have anything to sell or to build really. Well, I so, think it's interesting too that we're really the first generation to kind of be exposed to social media. Oh yeah. And at first, when it basically came to light, I didn't really know what the hell it was or how it would be used, you know, in a positive way or whatnot. Me either. Uh, I kind of looked at it negatively initially because, at first, you know, I, I'm... Just because it's not, it's almost foreign. We're not used to it. And... It was new. And my personality, I, I'm, I was more reserved. I didn't like putting everything on social media. And right. I was, Same. I was, so, but now that I look at it, you know, from a different perspective, it's... It's allowing you to to have so much more in the long run, and so um, I obviously my my narrative flipped on that. So I mean, is what it is, and, and we're gonna keep pushing. Well, my thing too, and our thing as we started this is why not? Why not? Why not? Why this not? is the, if if there's ever a time to promote yourself or promote what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Now's the time. You know what? You know what made Ryan um, want to do this podcast? His grandma. His grandma told him he has a, and I've never heard of this phrase in my fucking life. So, um, the gift of gab. Is the gift that what of it gab. Is? Yes, sir. So, so his grandma told him he has the gift of gab. Um, yes. Please, do do you know what that is, Dre? Thank uh, you. Do you know what that is, Reese? Thank you. Thank you. You freaked out about me not knowing what it is. My grandma's very traditional. I don't know if that's an older. Never thing. fucking heard of that in my life. Gift of gab. I don't okay. Know well, now you have. Now I have. Can you explain? So basically, if I can elaborate without cheating a little bit and going no, on the website, just tell me what you told me. Uh, the gift of gab basically is uh, you can speak very well. You can yeah, speak you very just, well. You just know how to talk. Basically. Now. Again, we're doing this. Jake knows what he's talking about with the social media. Not that I don't know, but he's very well spoken. You know, he puts it in a way where it can be uh, understood. Yeah. Uh, if I were to talk to just a random person, maybe I am as comfortable as I am with you know someone in my family. Like mm -hmm. I, I can talk to anybody. We know that. That's yeah, damn sure. <laughs> so that that's the gift of gab. Basically, it's you know. Feeling freely to talk and doing it in a smooth and eloquent manner. That's what I get from it. You're one of those guys that, and, and I can't say that I'm not either, but you're one of those guys that you can go anywhere and you'll just spark up a conversation with just about anybody. I appreciate it. And have a good conversation with that. Appreciate it. They might be talking shit about you when you leave. Like, right. that dude's a douchebag and I don't want to. Yeah, never. I mean. Never have I got that. All right. Anyway, how do you know? You're walking away and they're talking about you when you're not there. Hold on, can I get a raise of hands? Do I do I get a douchebag sense? 
boys. Listen. Both heads going side to side, by anyway. the way. Anyway, I guess that's me. Yeah, All that's right. you and your ugly mug. On to the next topic. Um, you and your ugly mug. I'm excited about this next topic. I'm excited. Connor McGregor. I'm excited. So did you did you get a chance to take a uh, to to look at that press conference? I saw a little bit of the press conference. It was the end. I actually didn't even know that it was airing until my buddy, shout out to Dylan DeCreasy, told me about it. Oh, did he? This is, in my opinion, the biggest fight in UFC history. For sure, hundred percent. I don't know how I feel about the fact that Connor. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure it's the biggest fight? Because you're all about nostalgia and you know like things that happen first so like are you sure that maybe the nate diaz and conor mcgregor at listen, the time the nate diaz and conor mcgregor that was the biggest fight at the time right right time. so so you're not gonna give me that same bullshit um argument of because it was first it's gonna be a better fight or uh, no at the time good deflection good deflection at the anyway. time it was um it was the best and then you got the rematch. Same with Batman. Same with the original Batman. At the time, it was the best because it's the only one that. Did came you just out. watch the original? <laughs> oh, no, get I the fuck out of here. Okay, Connor and Khabib, up to date, will be the biggest fight in UFC history. For sure. For the sure. only thing I don't like, which I was mentioning before, Connor was a little cocky, which you know, he always is. You know, I watched, drinking his whiskey. I watched it all thirty-three minutes or whatever it was on YouTube. Was it thirty-three? He was very fucking cocky. Very comfortable. Very. Yeah. But he, he's like that in every single fight that he does. And then he goes in there and just... Well, you can't be as great and, as he is without being that confident, in my opinion. Right. You have to have that mindset. If you don't have that mindset... I mean, who knows? Khabib can go either way. Either he's scared as shit right now... No. Or that's just... I can just, promise you he's not scared. He's not scared because he's going to try to keep it on the ground the whole time. But that we're not getting into the fight. We're going to talk about the well, fight. Well, he's 26-0. and 0. Yeah, I promise you he's not scared. Whatever. We're 26-0, and 0, but have you seen McGregor's left? Please. I hope to God left? for Connor's sake, and I want Connor to win. I'm a Connor McGregor fan. I hope Khabib does not take him to the ground. I don't want to see that. Connor has shown against grapplers that he that he can defend. Khabib's the best one. All right, sure. You have an argument there. We will so, preview this fight also yeah, next we'll episode, talk about but we just wanted episode. to mention it because I wanted this to is talk the about fight. I wanted to talk about how brilliant Connor is, or it, he's brilliant for bringing together a team. If that's the case, well, this his, is your your spiel right here. His so. team is. Um, you know, he was off for, what, what was that, two two years from UFC. Yes, he talked about that. When two he years. boxed Mayweather? No, no. So, two years ago was his last fight in UFC, and then he had Maywe- the Mayweather fight, what right. was that, last year or something like that? That was so, less than a year ago? So, he's no, been no, off for a, a while, year ago, right? And so, they've been trying to negotiate a deal, obviously, him and UFC. It's been documented well, he wants to struggle. be a co-owner at some they point. They struggle, yeah. you know, because he's very, um, and he's got a lot of leverage over them. So, he so, so he's well, he's the main card. So uh, he's using every time. It, right? He's making them a lot of money. Of so course, it's plain and simple. The marketing play he used, phenomenal, Let phenomenal. So, let me hear it. So, if you watch that press conference, he walks in. I can't remember if it was already on the table or not. Whatever. He sits down, puts his belts down, and. What's right there in front of him? Bottle of whiskey. His brand new whiskey company that he just started up. Everybody knows he's Irish. Everybody loves the fact that he's Irish. And he goes and creates, or his team does, a brand new bottle of whiskey that he specifically says several times that is going to, uh, what's the word, compete with Jameson, right? right? And 
I'll drink Connor's there it is. fucking whiskey. How many people... I didn't look how many views, damn it, there was on that. But how many people do you think saw that Irish whiskey? Just last week, before he announced that... I think it was before he announced that he was gonna... They were gonna fight uh, Khabib. He launched his whiskey, put it on all social media platforms. He's a genius. He, he knows what he he's knows doing. He knows what he's doing. So, so um, I, I heard in there that he, he has an eight-match eight, eight match, um, contract with UFC. Right. Is it... Is it six? Sure six. Six? Yeah, check that. Who the quick. fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so he has a what other uh, six to eight match contract, and in that contract, that Irish or it's called Proper Twelve by the way. By the okay. way, if you haven't heard it, that Irish whiskey, his label is going to be on the canvas and in front of him in every single press conference. Okay. Like what? Only he could do that. Do you know how much money he's gonna make off this Irish whiskey just? From rolling it out well, at the time he did, having that leverage, yeah. And now every single that's fight why he's he gonna... boxed Mayweather, because so he would get more money, because you get more money as a boxer. Well, and he has more exposure. We go back to what we were talking about earlier. Where he's all about his money. We go back to what we were talking about earlier, where currency is attention. So now he has a shit ton of attention, and right. now he can sell whatever the hell he wants, and people up. are gonna buy it. Reese, look hmm. up Conor McGregor's net worth for me. Let me see what that. It's got to be up there, but I mean, he won. He, he wait, can I get a get? Wait, 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 what's, 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 he got hundred mil off of one fight, so um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's probably I would I would have to say probably one fifty maybe. I'm gonna go two twenty, and the winner gets what? A pat on the back, pee pee touch. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not here, Jake. Not here. <laughs> I got I got Connor in this fight. By a little bit, maybe that might change. We're not talking about the fight. By the next the time we get to this topic next week, it might change. Cause Khabib is a bad motherfucker. That's all I gotta say. I hear you. That's all I gotta say. Fair enough. But Connor's a bad man too. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Reese, what, what's the net worth on Connor? So anywhere between like eighty-five to a hundred. These are all kind of like this. 85 to 100? So, like, so he's been spending money. All right. He's just spending money. I, I, I thought it was a lot more. Who knows how much he's investing and if that's going to come back Probably a lot. Know, later on. So, well, obviously he is because he built a whiskey company. So My dude is so fresh, too. Doesn't he have some soup? Oh, that's the August, yeah, August McGregor, something something like that it's called. I've heard it a million times. but um, So clean. Yeah, My so dog. he's gonna he's building his own suit company. McGregor. As well. so, it's the McGregor lifestyle. I know. I want to live it. Yeah, I want to live it. I am Irish. <clears throat> oh my god! At some point, and some, and this, this, and this, and this. At or some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Any hooser. All right. So on to our next topic. Getting some ball with college football. I was getting crucified <clears throat> this past week because in one of the games I brought up Kentucky versus Mississippi. I State. I listened back to that. That podcast in episode two. Jake, indulge our uh, viewers and listeners. I was very adamant about... What happened? The only reason Schultz bringing up this Kentucky-Mississippi State game is because it was SEC, Kentucky beat Florida, whatever, <clears throat> yada, yada, this is a stupid game. Right. Kentucky's legit. Yeah. No, go ahead. What, what happened that They game? whooped up on, what was it, 15th ranked Mississippi State? 14th. But let, let, me, let, me, let me say this, though. You did say, Reese, remember, we both gave him the stankest look. He did say Mississippi State was one of the best teams in the country. That's what I thought, but Kentucky's and a real deal. Kentucky just put a whooping on them, so clearly Kentucky's a real deal. And for Gator fans, this is great because I immediately texted our group chat and said, the Gators are for real. But so is Kentucky, because so is it looked Kentucky. like a bad loss. But what's going to happen yeah. is later on in the year, if Kentucky runs the table, or maybe not, but if they are up there, 
It's going to look like a good loss well, for the Gators. Right now, they look like the second best team in the East. We'll find out a little bit more this weekend. Florida travels to Mississippi State. Okay. Six o'clock on ESPN, so we'll get a little better feel for, for Florida. Uh, you want to run through the Florida teams real quick? Yeah, let's, let's go through the Florida teams real quick. Uh, Florida at Mississippi State, like I just mentioned. You got FSU at Louisville. That's a 3.30 game, I believe, on ABC. Uh, you got North Carolina at Miami. And Pitt at UCF, that should be a good That'll one. That would be good. UCF looked great again last They're week. They're 13 now. What did he have, six touchdowns? McKenzie I think six total touchdowns. He looks great. That was a barn burner, that um, game, FAU. Yeah, but it's Lane Kiffin, you know, and he's he's done a, well, a really good job over yeah. there turning that program around. So That should be a good game. That should be a good game. Yeah. Pitt and Pat Narduzzi, he's sure. got a good football team. Another 2-2. Two and two. Both their losses are uh, somewhat close. I was saying this to my boss. Mackenzie Milton and McSorley uh, look very similar yeah. to me. The way they well, play. Well, they both were number nine. The way they play, I guess. But the way they play, the way they move, the way they can throw. That helps. Um, you know, their, their style of play is very similar, and they're both doing very well, so we'll see how that goes. Right. And last but not least, USF at UMass. Okay. So those are the Florida teams uh, handling business this weekend. Three big games. There's a f- uh, about five ranked matchups. I want to mention a fourth, by the way. So let me mention a fourth after you get to okay. these three. So at first we got Stanford at Notre Dame. That's 730 on NBC. Uh, I think Notre Dame found their quarterback. Your precious Notre Dame. My fighting Irish, if I wasn't a Gator fan. Uh, Ian Book. Brandon Wimbush is no longer the QB for Notre Dame. Ian Book put up 200, or no, excuse me, 300... 20-some yards. I know he's like 25 for 34. Two touchdowns in the air. Off the dome again. Uh, three rushing touchdowns, so five total touchdowns. Uh, anxious to see how he handles a legit opponent uh, this week because they faced Wake Forest last last week. Handled uh, the Demon Deacons the pretty Stanford's handily. Stanford's coming off of a huge win. Huge win. And I picked Oregon last week in their game against Stanford. Was I was right until overtime. the last fucking play of the game. Went overtime. So. It was a great game. Yeah. Stanford was down 24-3, I believe. And then they came back and won in overtime, 38-31. So both teams are legit. Huge Oregon win. actually moved up in the rankings from that loss. Huge win. What is the uh, the rankings for those two, Stanford and Notre Dame? Seven, Stanford, at eight, Notre Dame. Okay. Okay, so that's our first Beautiful. matchup. Then we have the Ohio State Buckeyes. And Penn State. At Woo! Penn State. So it'll be I'm a wideout, eight, eight o'clock on I ABC. I'm excited. My boss is a huge Penn State guy. I played there a long time ago that is um but i mean anybody that knows that rivalry knows this is the game this is a big game the game both undefeated well in the big 10 east this is going to set whichever team It'll wins up, set them up for, for sure. basically long well, i'm, I'm excited to see how haskins actually this is does first test as a tcu is a good a, test he a is, is he a redshirt for, i think he's a redshirt i think he's a redshirt yeah sophomore sophomore redshirt sophomore Please check me out so um so you know this is the biggest game of his life. One hundred percent. So if he if he, if he can keep doing the things he's been doing, you know that sets him up for a, a, a good debate yeah. for the Heisman. He might be in New York. And I would love and vice versa for Trace McSorley. Same with Trace. If McSorley. he has a big game, yeah. uh, he'll be in the conversation sure. as well. I would love to say Penn State's going to win. We'll, we'll come back to it when we pick these. But Ohio State looks like pick it now. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think? I'm gonna go Ohio yeah. State. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ohio State. Uh, you, you're Urban Meyer boy, so I gotta go Ohio State. Even though it's a wideout um, in in College Station in Pennsylvania, I think it's gonna be a close game. Might come down to the wire like this past weekend with Stanford and Oregon, but I got. So they better blow Ohio them out, State. or they're gonna lose. They better blow them out, or they're gonna lose. They haven't been tested this year. 
Penn State has. Unfortunately, it was against Appalachian State. Well, uh, well, Ohio State just beat TCU. Decent, decent opponent. Although TCU just got whooped by Texas last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think Ohio State's a better football team. But a night game in Happy Valley. Yeah. I think exactly. that spells bad news for the Buckeyes, possibly. But I'm gonna go with Urban Meyer and the Buckeyes. Third game, a lot of offense. I love this. A lot I of offense. I love this game. This one's at noon. Gets gets the day off. For right. your defensive people, don't watch this game because. Well, hold game. on a second there, Jake. Defensive scoring. I know you have a stat. West Virginia. West Virginia, 12th ranked Mountaineers at 25th ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders. That's a noon game on ESPN. Okay. Both historically known for their offense. Both historically known for their offense. Correct. Right. Will Greer and the Mountaineers are third in passing offense, okay? Okay. But they are tied for first with points against, holding opponents to 12.3 points a game. Points against. You would have never thought that. No, I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that. And also, they are, I want to say, 20th in points scored. Uh, Texas Tech is 3-1 with their first loss coming to Ole Miss in the first game of the season. Uh, That was a 47-27 ball game, I believe. They had the number one. Ranked pass offense in the country. Really? And they have the fifth highest scoring offense in the Don't country. they have the youngest coach, too, as well? Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. He's like the stud of head football coaches, right? Right. Right, Reesefer? Right. Reese, you got a man crush on him? No. Sure? Schultz, you do? To be honest. Nah. nah. He's a stud, though, for a college coach. I'd let you know, at, behind Dan Mullen. You so, know what I mean? Rye mentions three big games of the week, and he, he doesn't even mention the biggest game of the week. Oh god. And that's that's my guy over there, Syracuse, against number three Clemson. Are you giving Syracuse a shot? Oh, for sure, a hundred percent. They whooped up on FSU. What? Eric Dungey is just absolutely killing it. If he can stay healthy What's up, what's up? What we got? Uh youngest coach is Sean Lewis, Kent State, and the second youngest is Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. So oh wow. So Texas Tech guy isn't even thirty eight. Lincoln Riley thirty four. Wow, okay. Can you imagine? Being, Being a head coach early at, a, 30s, at a huge a program like coach that. Football. But back to the game. So Syracuse, it was it yeah Syracuse at Clemson tough. Obviously, it's what day time game. is this game? Twelve o'clock noon, Eastern time. It's gonna be tough. Listen, I, okay. but but yeah. nobody nobody gave Clemson a shot against FSU and they absolutely stomped all over them. So Syracuse, Syracuse, that yeah. is. You said and, Clemson. Um, gave them. I said them. Um, talking about Syracuse. Anyway, uh, Clemson struggled. Uh, one, one, who, who, that was against Texas A&M. Texas A&M. So, At Texas A&M. Uh, you know, I, I like this guy, Dungey. He's leading the team in passing and rushing, so he's doing it all. If he can stay healthy, and Coming he does. Death Valley 4-0. And he, and he goes and upsets Clemson Death Valley, he's in there for the Heisman race, 100%. That is a tall task he there, Jacobson. 100%. And they're undefeated. And I don't know why they're not even ranked. They, I hope they're at least getting votes. I think. I, the Orangemen will give him a fight at first. Which uh, one? Clemson just transferred uh, or transitioned to a new quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, the highest-rated quarterback they did. coming out. Sunshine, sunshine. Yeah, and I think it gives them just like Tua for Alabama over Jalen Hurts. Dynamic, I, right? I think Trevor gives them a little bit more in the passing game as yeah. well, and he's deceptively athletic, so I think it gives him a different look. Okay, I think Clemson pulls away late. We'll find out. Unfortunately for your boy. Uh, your quarterback Eric Dungey for Syracuse. Mark my words, we're gonna we're gonna come back next week, and if that dude stays healthy, if it's a close game though, they would gain some national respect. Well, sure. So we'll see. Uh, 
that is another big game. Of course, you have well, not of course. I'm, a lot of people don't don't know this, but on the West Coast, uh, BYU ranked twentieth. They face Washington. Okay. Uh, that's a later game. And then you have California, twenty four in the country, uh, at Oregon. And like I said, Oregon moved up actually in the rankings after losing to, to Stanford. Stanford. Hmm. Uh, who do you have in the Stanford Notre Dame game? I'm not a Notre Dame guy. I don't. I just. I think Does they're. Matter. Over, I think they're still... overrated every single year, man. I just. I gotta go Stanford. Stanford's a tried and true. Tried and true. They're always a good ball club. Wow. Every single year, they don't. They they don't. They're never like the greatest, but they're never the worst. Like Notre Dame has so many. Peaks and valleys. Roller coasters. I got you. So I, I I can never bet on Notre Dame. I never will. I'm gonna go Irish. Of course. Well, because of this new quarterback, we saw a little bit of what he can do last week. Oh, yeah? I'm going to go Irish. I can't wait. Night till... game in South Bend. I can't wait till he just shits a break. And then... Night game in South Bend. Uh, even though K.J. Costello, the quarterback for Stanford, brought the guys back last week against Oregon, I got to go new guy, Ian Book, and the fine Irish. All right. And then again, I'm going to pick Penn, or Ohio State by a low margin. The West Virginia-Texas Tech game, I got to go. Will Green and Company. I gotta go Will Green and Company. Yeah, for sure. They look great. Like yeah. you said, I mean, you, you show the style. Be a high-scoring high scoring game. Yeah. They've done everything that they're supposed to do. Yeah. And then some. And so if they keep that rolling. Very anxious to see. And again, just to bring it back. Their defense uh, will be tested. Which one? Tech, or, uh, West Virginia. They have that stat right now. Yeah. They're, they're going to. Uh, it's in Lubbock. Yeah. It's in Lubbock in Texas Tech. It'll be a good game. You know all these places. I don't get it. I do. I'm a sick fuck. I don't get it. Yeah, you had to say it in Texas Tech. I don't know where the fuck Lubbock is. Yeah. I mean, come on. Lubbock, Texas. Anyway. Why are you looking at me like that? Just kidding. Love you, Reese. On to the NFL. On to the NFL. Real quick. Reese and I were getting heated in the gym yesterday. I almost beat his ass. Oh, man. The hot topic. <laughs> I almost whooped his ass. The area. Jake. Right, let's first say, who are we kidding? You, you, whose ass are you going to whoop? True. Let's be Jake's. Serious. Well, Reese yeah. first, then Jake's. Um, I gotta go. I gotta ride the magic train. Yes, I am still I'm, going I, with Ryan Patrick. I, I was getting so frustrated, and I know I texted you a lot about it. I, dude, people were pissing me <laughs> off on Twitter. Abs. Everybody was just tweeting things to be, because they thought this is what's gonna give me the most tweets or likes and retweets and yada yada yada. So they they jumped on the uh, welcome back to Miss Train off of after. Uh, a tipped interception. Let, let's let's run through the three interceptions. A defensive lineman. You listening? Defensive lineman tipped interception. Okay. Second one. <laughs> second one. Him and Mike Evans had a mis- miscommunication. Maybe it was still over- overthrown, but either Ooh. way, that f- that happens. I mean, it's NFL. And the third one was probably the worst one. However, as soon as he's releasing the ball, he didn't get to finish the throw. As soon as he's releasing the ball, there's a hand hitting him. So of course that's gonna make the ball go high and, and it happened to go right into someone's hands it's unfortunate real quick jake because i see reese's jaw being clenched right now i know he wants to say something or a few things go ahead reese for all right so tip pick slid the wrong protection that's your guy that you have to count for is the rusher people mess the protection up he, all the time threw right at him so yeah so but but you can't you can't knock a guy and take him out of the starting lineup because he oh i'm not saying that so yeah. Listen, he had 
over 400 yards. He brought them back on only the only the player only in NFL history. NFL history. That's crazy to me. What were you telling me yesterday? Let's, let's say the stat. Up numbers, right? Let's say the stat. Let's say the yeah. stat because nobody knows. Nobody knows Pretty what we're talking games. about, right? Let's say the stat because we just kind of brushed over it. Get away from your little thing with Reese. <laughs> the first, not Brady, not Aaron Rodgers, the first quarterback ever. To go three straight games, 400-plus yards. That is insane. Ryan Fitzmagic. That's insane. Do you and put... Why I just and why would you put Jameis back the in? The offense just looks so much better that he can Listen, get the ball down the field. It, it, you can't knock him. 35? I don't know how old he is. So, obviously, clearly he's not the long-term solution. I know he solution. has, like, six fucking kids, though. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. Six or seven kids. Um, but yes, he's not the long-term out, solution, but right now... He's the guy. You gotta keep the hot hand. He's the guy. And actually, a lot of the Bucks came in his defense after the game. And and another thing, I I if for those of you who saw my tweet, uh, me and Brent went back and forth on Twitter about this, by the way. Shut up, bro. And nobody noticed. So first half, he gets in the red zone, and twice, twice he hits Chris Godwin in the hands. Yeah. And he drops it in the end zone. Two drops, do touchdowns. Can't do that. that resulted in field goals. Yeah. And everybody wants to bash him for his three fluke interceptions, which everyone has that game where they have these interceptions. And you're not and, and it's not even like he made a bad read and threw it into coverage or He did or, miss a few throws. Or it was yes, he missed some but throws. But that's nitpicking. Come that's on. Nitpicking. You got everybody's nitpicking this guy. They want to just because of his cycle that he's known and I even brought you up. You called for, him out. I know. Even just because of the cycle that he's known for doing, everybody wants to jump on that train already. It's a half. It's a half. Yeah. You're going to judge him off of a half. Reese, you see this? Enough hey, of your shit. It's a good problem to have though. 3 his three-game period, if you look at it as a whole, completely blows Jameis out of the water. Completely blows out of the water. Jameis so is a long-term solution. So I think you have solution. to give him the respect of at least a couple games. I think the whole season, but at least a couple of games. Let's, let's, let's see how he responds. See how he does. Big game in Chicago. Did you know, hold on, did you know real weekend. quick, did you know Dirk Cutter um, had a press conference and said they already decided, already informed both quarterbacks, and then goes... But we're not going to tell you guys because we don't want the other team. Which is smart. Now you have the defense. Who, who are we playing this week? Um, at Chicago. At Chicago. It's a big game. Okay, now we have... They got a good defense. Uh, no, and from my perspective, because this is how we had to do it. I mean, when I did it in, in college... Khalil Mack, um, man. When I did it in college, now the defense has to prepare for two different types of quarterbacks the whole week. I think they Because they don't know which point. one will be in. Well, you never know. So you have to prepare prepare for both of them. It would so. be foolish for Dirk Cutter to put in James. It would be. Uh, we'll see. Big game. Clean back, like you my said. My only issue, we'll get done with this topic here shortly. James has had a track record, okay? I, I don't like that he is not on the field. There's... Again, with this incident, why he got suspended happened a few years ago, but he's being punished now. Right. And that is what matters. Well, and, and, and to be fair to Jameis, and I said this to Brent, listen, if he can come in and show that he can get the ball down the field accurately, I don't care. I don't give a fuck who's at quarterback as long as connect. they are the best quarterback for this team. Not the best quarterback, but the best fit for this team. That's Jameis has us. a higher ceiling. I do believe he's a long-term answer. I want to see what he does. But like Reese and I were going at it yesterday in the gym, 
wait and see. I feel like I've been trying to wait and see for four years now. Right. And I got to see it now. No. I got to see it. I do think Jameis will be in maybe at some point during the season, um, at least until the magic runs out for Fitzy. But, uh, yeah, I think right now you got to go with Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick. Both both teams, Bucks and Bears, 2-1. and one. That gave us at 1 o'clock Chicago's favored by 3 in this game. Naturally. they got a good defense. Uh, Bucks defense is atrocious, uh, but I don't know how good Mitchell Trubisky hey, and they, their offense they shut, is. Yet. They shut the Steelers out second half. That's all you can that ask. Is that <clears> is true. That's all you can ask. Well, so. their offense gave them a few chances. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, In the first half. Put them in, and defensive touchdown as well. So Huge. Defense wasn't terrible other than that god well, awful all, tackle by Chris Conte. Well, no, but that we, wasn't even a tackle. Uh, well, what do you attempt, call that? Attempt at a tackle. Yeah. He needs to retire. All right, let's, I'm all right, for, let's, I'm let's, let's cut him career. some slack a little. Here we go. On to the next thing. You cannot um, cut that man slack with that. Man, so listen. Fantasy, we talked about this last week. We talked about this last week. You know, Patrick, Wait, next, Patrick right. Mahomes. I was like, I was looking at him. I was like, all right. Do I start Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. It's tough with Brady, yada, yada, yada. Of course, I played Brady, and he got me 7.5 points in the PPR league. Did you win? Enough. (laughs) I did. I I really don't. No, 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 I did in our league. I did in our league. I beat Michael uh, Apple. Anyway, um, but 7.5 points. Yeah. And Mahomes goes off again. Not, Not as... As much, but still, I think he has like twenty some points. I'm well, like, for him, what do I do? Three hundred some yards, three touchdowns is like a mediocre game, right? Exactly compared to the other games. But what, but what do I? I mean, Tom Brady is the goat, and I he's the goat. This week he had a hundred yards, right? I know, yeah. hundred yards passing. Listen, and one and two, they're going against the undefeated Miami Dolphins, which is a pleasant surprise. Shout out to my buddy Dylan. I know he's a huge Miami Dolphins fan. Um, there you know. 3-0. Let's see how long it lasts. I think they do get the first loss this weekend. I don't think New England goes 1-3. and three. I think Tom Brady in the past get it done at home. And I don't think he passes for less than 200 yards this time. I'm never betting against Tom Brady. It's just impossible to do. The only thing, though, Patrick Mahomes gets a little taste of Monday Night Football. Yeah, and then maybe that'll jack him up, or he can go either way. He can either get jacked up. Or, the lights might be too bright right, for him. Uh, but, uh, I or he might, he might handle it. Who knows? We'll I'll, I'll probably end up going with Patrick Mahomes. Just I have to try it out. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't keep doing seven and a half points to Tom Brady. So, um, but speaking of quarterbacks, yeah, we weren't on air again, which is pissing me off because you have a lot of things that you did in the first episode that you said that are very untrue and have been first episode. Um, yeah, first episode before the first episode, <laughs> right? But we discussed that. So, you said in our yay or nay segment that there won't be yeah. Three starting rookie quarterbacks by the end of the season. Five quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Next week, there's going to be four. Next week, there's going to be four. Let's see. Uh, Sam Darnold was the only starter week one. He was. Now we have four. Well, you got to expect that, right? Well, I was hoping, at least for Baker. I love me some Baker football. Right. So you have Baker's now starting. Josh Allen's going to Josh started. Allen for Buffalo. He Got started. a huge win against Minnesota and last then week. who was the last one that came in for Bradford? Baker Mayfield no. and Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen came in for Bradford and apparently is supposed to start this week. Yes. So we ha- we do, in fact, have four rookie starting quarterbacks. I'm excited for that. And so you're wrong again. Who's going to have the best career out of those guys? Oh, goodness. That's a fucking tough question. Baker. I gotta go Baker. I love Baker. I know, I know. 
It's just he's at the Browns. The only thing that I'm I'm iffy about is saying that about a quarterback that's at the Browns. It's just real tough. Real tough. To, I agree, to, to say that. but I have not seen a quarterback for the Browns look like what he looked like in the second half. Well, he's up against the Oakland Raiders, John Gruden. They don't look too great. The Browns won one and one with that tie week one right. against the Steelers. Right. Uh, unfortunately for Baker, I- I'm going to go with Oakland this week yeah. at home uh, in the black hole. No uh, shot in hell going John with Gruden. Yeah, I don't think the Raiders go on four. I don't think I, I would be. I don't think that they can stop Baker Mayfield in that offense. So Carlos Hyde looked great and got me plenty of points. Yeah. And so um, so did Jarvis Landry. He always does because he gets a lot of touches, catches. Um, so anyway, we'll see. I'm excited for that though. I, I I love watching Baker Baker Mayfield play. Me too. I'll be on the couch doing a. He's like an improved. I love Johnny Manziel in college. Baker's like a revamped, more controlled right. Johnny football. Better arm, uh, maybe not as good way an athlete. Arm. By a little bit, Baker's way, a stud athlete. Way better arm. Yeah. The ball. Johnny had a nice arm, the though. The ball absolutely zipped out of Baker's hands. It looks better. Absolutely zipped But Johnny out. did have a nice little arm in college. It is what it is. All right. Reese, are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes. Give it to us. On to Give some questions. The, what did what, 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 you call these last week, Rye? It was the... the ran- ran- there's some randos. Little randos. Little some randos. randos. Reese, Reese, on to some randos. Give us some questions. Give it to us. Give it to us. Let's go. All right. Least Quick. Favorite, least favorite team in pro sports? Oh, uh, Red Sox. Oh, pro sports. Yankees, for sure. All right, uh, Screw the Yankees. Go to oh, by the way, we have, we have yeah, two Yankee Yankees. fans in here. Go Goodness. I'm going to that game tonight, by the way. Anyway. Go to Cologne for a date night. My same Burberry. one. I only have one. <laughs> I don't even know what Burberry it is. Brit. I don't even know what it is, so that one, whatever. All right, ugliest <laughs> uniforms in pro sports. Ugliest. Pro. Can I say Red Sox again? Um... I'm not a big fan of the brown and the orange for the Browns, to be honest with you. I don't you. like the Browns either. Uh, I'd have to go Browns. Yeah. Sorry, babe. If we were talking college, FSU, 100%. Here we go. Next. All right. Baltimore versus Darth Vader. Who wins? Or just a bigger villain? Baltimore. Oh, God. Choose. I'm going to say Darth Vader because it was over a group of people as opposed to Baltimore going against Harry. Yeah, but they don't have magic. Anyway. Alright, uh, would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Neither. Know when or how? Neither. I don't want to either, but you have to you answer the fucking question. Um, um, know or when? Know how or when? Damn. I'm going to say how because I hope it's a peaceful way. I'm going to say when, and the reason is when you're when you know how, you're going to constantly be thinking... Shit, is this it? Is this it? But when you know when, it's like you can live your life peacefully. Yeah, but then until you know it's the when. Same shit on that side. You're gonna be paranoid. No, because I'm not gonna be paranoid until I know exactly. Because I'm gonna know when. So I'm gonna be cool until I know I'm about to die. So then I'm paranoid. Then Whatever. you're gonna be paranoid forever because you're gonna think, oh, this is the scenario that's similar. I might, you know, yada. Anyway. All right, life is on the line. Hold Julio Jones under 50 yards, or hold LeBron from scoring 35. <laughs> Julio, a hundred percent. Oh, I'm fucked either way. Yeah, so, but you're yeah, Julio. Nobody's stopping LeBron. We'll say Julio. Nobody is. Shut stopping. your mouth. <laughs> All right, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings. I haven't even watched Lord of the Rings. I used to watch it. What's all wrong of Harry with Potter. you? Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Favorite place you vacation to? 
favorite place? Well, I've only been honestly. In the States, so I really enjoy Chicago. I love New York. I I'll really York enjoy York. Chicago. Are y'all a texting, phone call, or FaceTime? Phone call. Phone call. Oh, fa- oh, he added the FaceTime in there. Depends with who. Yeah, it depends with who, but I would have to say phone call for sure. All right, last question. Uh, favorite number to wear in sports growing up or when you were in college, Jake, and why? My favorite number was four because that was my years in, in high school, and those were probably one of my favorite years. Obviously, I loved college, don't get me wrong, but high school, everybody loves high school. Yeah. And so, and why four? It's uh, a good question. I have no idea why. No uh, idea. My favorite was 15 always because of Tim Tebow, but I started off with two because of Jeter, and then eight with Kobe. Right, and answer the fucking A-Rod with question. 13, and then we transitioned to Chris Lee. I don't care. What 12, is your favorite number? And then we went to 15 with What's Tebow. What's your favorite, right? And I was 40 for football in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that funny? <laughs> is that funny? Bastard. Hey, remember Hefty set? <laughs> Jake set. is delusional. <laughs> 40, I was the battering ram. Oh, Mike Allstott. Oh, Instead of the A train, I was the S train. Oh, I'm going to go 15, though, obviously. 1-5, right. Tebow. All right, 15. Sick. Fair enough. Four it is for me. Yeah. I love four. That was my... That's a every nice single, number. Every single sport was four, so um, that was my thing. So, let's wrap this up with our... See you, Reese. Uh, Reese has to go to work. Series. Have a good day. Series. I'll see you later. It's okay. Alright, last but not least, motivational quote you go. of the week. You yeah. want me to go first? You go first. Alright, let's get this out of the way because um, I really love this quote and so I'm going to get this on here now. Yeah. Um, you good? What's the deal? That's Reese. No, I don't agree. Come on, yeah, Reese. For the That's backpack, Reese. Not the keys. What the fuck? Unreal, man. Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day. Right. Love you. We good? Yeah, I'm recording. All right. So, motivational quote of the day for me or the week for me. Um, I mean, we follow this guy Gary V, and when he when he put this video out, I absolutely loved it because I think a lot of people our age need to go buy this. And this is macro in a macro sense. His quote is, close your eyes until you're 29. Okay. And, and, and I absolutely love that because a lot of us, um, you know, we, we think we have to do so much right now because we're in the work world and we're trying to prove ourselves, yada, yada, yada. But really, none of us have enough experience to do anything yeah. significant. And so um, what, I, what I take from it is, close your eyes till you're 29. Go get that experience. Obviously, that's in a macro sense. In a micro sense, you're hustling every day. I mean, right. shit, it's five in the morning. We came and did this, this podcast. I'm, um, I'm doing my class. My class is at night. I'm working full time during the day. So you're trying to still hustle during the day. But when it comes to the grand scheme of things, um, you know, building a business or, or, or getting to your goals, close your eyes till you're 29. When you get to that point, reevaluate and see what you can do. And so right. I, I mean, I go by that and I love it. So I like it. Yeah. That's a good one. Tough one to follow. You say uh, that every week, right? Here we go. On to the next. True. I went first last week, though. <laughs> Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Say it again. Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Ah. Express yourself. If you're feeling grateful, why not show it? Why not feel good about it? 
spread the love, spread the positivity. It's contagious. Yeah. And so I, you spread that gratitude, maybe someone else, you know, absolutely. feels the same way that day. What do you call that ripple effect? Yeah, Something like that. Course, yeah. Something's got to give, right? Um, yeah, I think just spread love and feeling grateful for, you know, counting your blessings instead of maybe focusing on the negatives. Yeah. Uh, helps somebody get through the day and why not show that? Mm, you sure. might help someone else out who might help someone else out. Love it. Got to. Love it. Yes, sir. Spread that positivity. Love that does everybody. it for us. Love everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Season Rooks. Episode three. Next week will be a good one. Getting better and better every single week. Hopefully. 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 Give the feedback. Give feedback. Love to hear it. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. Cheers. Peace.